Welcome to Ambersand the Enigma with me, your host, Rainbow Black. Yes, guys, you've reached episode 34 with me, your host, Rainbow Black. And today, we're going to be looking at something a bit different. I recently went to my first gospel concert with my sister. So, just going to give you a little peekaboo into what happened when I went. And we're going to be looking at getting rid of storage, getting rid of clutter. And why that's so freeing. So let's get into it, guys. I've missed you. It's story time, guys. Let's get into it. As I tell you what happened when I went to my first gospel concert. I just remembered, I just remembered something that happened to me last week and it was it was really it was nice it was nice to a point should i say my my sister was so cool she bought me some tickets for me and her to celebrate her birthday and we went to see the one and only donny mclaughlin can you believe it he came to london he came to little woolwich he came to woolwich in london and he hadn't been back here for, I think it was, I think he was saying it was 20 years. He hadn't been back. Or was it 10? No, it was 10 years. I lie, I lie. He hadn't been back here in 10 years because he's been busy touring and kind of looking after his health and looking after his sister and dealing with a lot of bereavement and stuff. But yeah, what what a very interesting concept for me. My sister is a massive gospel head. She loves gospel music and she, she kind of just begged me to come with her. And I says, all right, cool. I've heard about this guy. He's got an interesting story. So we went. It was a bit of a stressful, um, you know, event getting ready and stuff. You know, when a person's traveling from Birmingham to London they underestimate the travel time and the traffic and getting into London and getting out of London and just, you know, the whole kind of logistics of organising a night out was just mad. But we done it. We arrived there. Um, but I think nothing prepared me for... Um, some of the people that were there, I was like, yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm going to be surrounded by good Christian people. Yes, there was probably about eight or nine hundred. Eight or, there was probably eight or nine hundred people there, possibly, maybe. Um, And I encountered some of the most rudest women ever from the security staff to the ushers to actual people that was attending the concerts they were very territorial rude um not even passive aggressive just aggressive like you know this is my concert i've paid the money i'm gonna clap really loud in your ear um i'm gonna take your seat when you go to the toilet and then not move you know and just be clapping in your ear and just be carrying on the most way just not being socially aware it's like when the guy started singing, it's like these people went into some kind of indoctrination trance. 
and I'm not a Christian, just telling you straight. I um, used to go to church as a child and I was forced to go. And some of the bigotry and some of the snobbery and some of the politics is what made me stop going to church. I just thought, this is not for me. If I'm going to talk to him, it will be wherever I am. Because I can't take this puppy show business and the fakery. You're, you're only good on a Sunday. You're only repenting on some. The behaviour of some of these women was just, just on some next level. It was really weird because I wasn't prepared for it. It wasn't, it wasn't the usual structure of a concert. So this is what happened next. she was bewildered she was like my man just came out and just started singing and five songs in we're still waiting for this guy to introduce himself and to connect with the audience but people were just dancing and clapping like somebody switched the uh, switch on in the back of their head it was very eerie actually for me i'm not even going to lie it was a bit eerie um by song five um i was i was fully disconnected i think because I couldn't see as well, people get standing up, and um, I can't stand for long periods of time, so I was just sat down, but I couldn't see, the seats were just awful, um, but I was listening to him singing, I was like, yes man, this man can sing, but I'm not connecting with you, because you haven't connected with me, you haven't connected with the audience, you're just singing, I might as well just be playing a CD, I, I, feel, I need to feel like you've entered the room, you know? Not just your voice. Because I don't know your music as well as my sister does. But even she was like, this guy's not even talking to us, man. He's just singing. And then he decided song number five to connect. And it just changed the whole vibe of the concert. I was like, oh, okay, I'm feeling you now. Because you're actually talking to us. You're not just singing like someone's just switched the bloody switch on in your head as well. And it got nice. What was really fascinating um, was when he started to sing in all the different languages. So he went from the Caribbean to different African countries to Spanish countries. It was just like, wow, this man is multilingual. You know, this man has traveled all over the world and he's picked up different languages so he can sing in in their dialects and i was just like wow very unique man very charismatic quite shy as well actually i would say um but just very inspirational very warm you can see that he was exhausted and he had his sister on stage as well you know he was talking a little bit about their relationship and their closeness and how he never goes on tour without her and I thought that was a lovely band they looked so much alike but the gospel choir and the backing singers was the lick as well they really lit it up for him because he was telling us that he um recovered from throat surgery but you would never have known his vocals were on point but you could see that he was exhausted because he's just about to turn 60 he doesn't look 60 by the way he looks quite good actually but uh, his sense of humor is lovely. He's got he's got lovely energy, lovely energy. And then, yeah, it was a full on 
concert there was no breaks in between which i could have really done with a, a little breather but we had um we had vip tickets that was that was interesting never had vip tickets to to meet and greet after before that was a little bit um weird because we didn't it, no announcement was made to say hey people with vip tickets can stay behind or go down the side stay so everybody was kind of like going downstairs not sure where they was going so there's a bit of confusion but once we got downstairs all that confusion and feeling irritable melted away because there was a lovely spread of food and soft drinks no alcohol because christians and the canopies were to die for and then there was a bit where you have to queue to meet and greet him which my sister did i didn't i didn't do all that you know i'm quite a shy person actually but yeah it was lovely lovely he he seems like a really nice warm charismatic man he kissed my sister's hand and then she bought a cd this is how you know she's a fanatic she bought a cd that she's had for 10 years and she listens to that when she's feeling down or in the spirits feeling a bit low my favorite song which she um introduced me to quite a few years ago was um when we fall down we get up is the song and um the words just really resonated with me because i've had to get up quite a few times but i've had to fall down a few times and um anything's possible you know the human mind the human spirit can always surprise you if you if you do fall down um it's not about getting up it's how you get up um that's the real story so that's what i took from the concert i took some humble thoughts with me and um it was nice in the end actually it was a, a nice ending and it's something that um i know my sister needed I didn't really think it was going to be my kind of gig and to some degree it wasn't. I think I'd rather gone seen somewhere else with a different crowd because the crowd were not very uh, well behaved, let's say. <laughs> Which was shocking because I, I kind of thought, yeah, Christian crowd is going to be cool. They're going to be nice, polite people. In the VIP bit they were, very civilised. It was nice. But um, yeah very interesting night Danny McLaughlin so he's got a new fan me 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 we fall down but we get up we fall down but we get up we fall down but we get up oh yes for a saint is just a sinner But we couldn't stay there. What else have I been up to? I've been up to... Oh my God. I've got this new obsession. And it's kind of with uh, thrifting. Papa got into this influencer. She's from London, but she lives in New York now. Her name is Karen Karen Brit Chick. And she is a vlogger blogger. And what she does, she thrifts thrifts. I hate that word. Thrift thrift. 
If you got a gap in your teeth, it's like fish, fifting, basically. So you fish for a living. So you go to vintage shops and you pick out some gems. So it might be a jean skirt, cowboy boots, a leather jacket, a men's pantsuit, a classic black poly neck. Could be anything. Sparkly dress. A lot of 70s kind of inspired coats, jackets. Now hats. Oh my God. Jewelry as well. Listen, this woman was me in from... 14 to my early 30s I would pure vintage because you stand out it's it's different to what everybody else is wearing that was totally me I had so much stuff I've still got some stuff in storage actually truth be told but a cowboy boot that was my signature mate and then when I moved to London I don't know what happened everything just got really busy and hectic and then I woke up one day and then I was just this vanilla person really vanilla I think I think actually the vanilla crept in when I had my stroke um because I could no longer wear and style things the way I used to because obviously I had to relearn how to walk and stuff and um just getting dressed is a whole new experience and i just want to say something about that but um I'll, co- I'll come to that actually but yeah i've fallen in love with this vintage blogger karen britchick my god the way this woman styles clothes is just absolutely legendary she was born to style clothes she was born to thrift yeah she makes she makes she made me feel excited about getting dressed again in the morning and putting my clothes together but that's just part of the process i actually discovered her when i discovered this other woman called maria kondo and for those of you who are kondo fans mari kondo fans you will know why i am feeling so excited by this woman Listen, this is about decluttering on another level, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So she has this program on Netflix. I watched one episode of that, and then the rest I listened to on podcasts and on YouTube. And that really inspired me to just start to declutter my home. And I'm still in the middle of doing it, actually, even though I've decluttered every single space in my house there's still more to do it's amazing it's like you just keep on finding more and more things because there just is and i just want to get to that point now where i've got less things i just can't i can't take clutter because it's just blocking my energy and actually what i learned about my process is that we hold on to things that we don't need or we hold on to things that have got memories for us or it's a certain period of time and you know what what maria kondo says is that you can let go of some of these things and thank the item for the joy and the memories that it's given you and then pass it on to somebody else if you want to put it on ebay or you want to sell it on Shrock, 
or gum tree do that but you know what that's just too long for me i haven't got that kind of time and energy it's just long and it's those platforms are oversaturated now let's face it so just know i just want it out my life and i've done a lot of decluttering and clearing out because i actually gave most of my stuff away to this black owned charity shop which is based in canning town it's owned by an african man who ships the clothes back home to people that need it and rather than giving my clothes to charities like red cross where all the money gets swallowed up in administration and the people see none of the money i thought i'm gonna give it to my african brother down there in canning town so he's been getting a lot of my stuff clothes shoes whatever i can find he's getting it and um, so other people my brothers and sisters back home can get a use out of my stuff but the house feels lighter but there's still so much more to do just you just keep on finding more stuff and you really got to be honest if i haven't touched that item for six months you know that needs to go whether it's clothes shoes handbag jewelry i've gave away so much jewelry oh my god and i still got more just give it away you've you've had time with it you're never gonna be a size 12 or 14 again it's okay well you're not gonna be for the moment you know just let go of the item it's okay somebody else will get joy from it you've had your wear out of it those shoes are rubbing you and um you know it feels really good it feels free and shredding things as well just get rid of things you don't you're not going to need your records of achievement those days are finished employers are not interested in if you're if you're a landscape gardener your employers are not interested if you're really good at cross stitch they are not going to employ you unless you're a bloody seamstress based on that or you like astrology they're not interested so just shred and let go um it just feels really freeing and i can't wait to do more i'd like to get my wardrobe down to bare minimum so linking that with Karen Britrick, the vintage blogger, I started to think about fast fashion and I just thought I'm so tired of buying it, wearing it and it just wears out. I want to buy quality over quantity and I can't even find a pair of decent riding long black or chocolate brown sexy sexy brown riding boots to fit my chunky calves and i've been looking since september and july online and in the shops everything is for people that are skinny they haven't got no back calf or calf back they ain't got they ain't got those problems so now i'm starting to think looking at karen's um vlogs that i'll go back to my old faithfuls i used to have a massive collection of um vintage cowboy boots and I gave them all away or I wore them down to nothing 
and I think I'm just going to go back there and just start to invest in more expensive timeless pieces or shoes where I can reheal them because I'm just so tired of restocking every season fast fashion is killing the planet but it's also killing me and it's robbing us of space that's what I found out and I'm, I'm tired of paying for, st- for bloody storage for things you know if it's in storage you ain't wearing it everywhere you know so that the energy is just flowing in every aspect as soon as i got back to work decluttered my desk and uh, that was great the energy had freed up but i know i have to do that literally every month it does build up guys the paper was horrendous the letters the bills old paperwork Yes, I put everything in date, date form, things that are important. So I really went in on it. My my partner was sick of me by the end of it. But um, yeah, try it. It's great. It's really great. Um, even my sister, and my brother have been doing it as well. Swear by it. And she um does do where your appetite. She does have uh her show. Um, on Netflix. So tidying up with Maria Kondo is absolutely amazing. The KonMari method of folding has changed my life. You know, I am the person who doesn't understand how space works, but I sure do now. I've learned to fold my clothes in this way. I can just fit so much more in. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been a great episode. I think we've learned a lot about clutter. Don't hang on to it. Get rid of it. Use that space. Clear your mind, clear your energy, and just get rid of it. So guys, I'll see you soon. It's been a great episode. I really enjoyed reconnecting with you. And you know what to do? Rate, subscribe, and comment. All support is definitely appreciated. Take care, guys. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Ampersand the Enigma podcast. To listen to more episodes on your favourite podcast platforms, tune in now on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast and Radio Republic. And you can also catch me on Apple Podcasts as well. So tune in, download the apps and enjoy. And remember to rate and subscribe to show your support and spread the word thank you so much from your host rainbow black